My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. These are the people who might turn your life around. If you listen good, if you follow in their footsteps, or if you emulate them, or you just try out whatever advice they give you, they get it going for you. George Benson on SFM, turn your life and your love around, because then I can be your baby tonight. There's Chad, the chairman of the TM Group. Happy Monday. Good morning this morning. Good morning, how are you, Domingos? I, I should be asking you, my brother, because you had to wake up. We've been No, 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 good, thanks. And I'm actually listening to the song you're playing. It's quite a good song. I know the house version of it. I'm actually hearing that one for the very first time, eh? Really? I promise you. <laughs> yeah, judging by the kind of shoes you wear, I can see that you can give a very good account of yourself on the dance floor. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, they say you must always um, value what carries you. So I think uh, growing up in poverty with shoes that had holes underneath, um, that's why I, one of the things that I value shoes that carry me today. Eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. that hey, yeah. When they say shoes say a lot about you, you make that statement very true. No, 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 def- no definitely. Good to have you. What's the first thing you did when you woke up this morning, Brother? And the first thing that that I do when I wake up, Bamanga, is I meditate. Hey, um, I pray. I meditate because um, I realize that it it really gives me that 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 pick me up. Luckily, you have a pick me up song. So being being a spiritual being, I think that helps me um, to actually um, outline my day and what I need to do, and most importantly, command. You know, some of these things they say we must speak them into existence. So for me, it gives me that edge to really prepare my day better. I like the meditation part. Do you have a particular song or you just meditate, just get into your zen and move from there? Uh, no, no, I don't have a particular song. Unfortunately, I am, I've am i learned to meditate in um, in silence because um, I get easily distracted sometimes. So it, it helps me be in the zone. That's why my phone has to be off and everything else and I just focus. Wow, for a successful man like you, getting getting easily distracted. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, in in the context, it's like when I'm working, you know, when I'm really um, in my zone. Um, most of my creative juice is slow in the morning, so yeah. you find that I struggle put together a proposal at night. But in the morning, that's when I wake up for it. I actually prefer waking in the dark, strange enough. Um, I switch off, um, you know, the light or even close the curtains. Um, you know. Even with my office, I've I've put on these you know these blinds so that when you close them, they actually become dark. So I've realized for me that really helps me think because it tricks the mind to thinking that if at night or whatsoever, then I'm able to focus better. I don't know; it's a strange thing that I do. I've seen one or two people do that, and I wasn't sure how to pose the question as to why you work in the dark. Woody Rambo. <laughs> No, no, no. I, th- I, th- I think it, 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 it works magic. Um, obviously, I, I grew up, I grew up kum kukung, so la- most of the time I, w- I would be studying and using a candle, and it would be dark for some yeah. odd reason. It, it, I don't know, it helped program my mind or something. Even when I was studying, I mean, I, I graduated at UCT about two months back. Um, you know, I, well done. No, thank, you, no, thank you very much. So I, I actually had a torch that I would be using to study. So it's because I would not see anything else but the book or whatever screen that's in front of me. So it really helps. Wow, you graduated in in, in what, Brad? 
Doctor? Um, I graduated in advanced property management. Ah, as an yes. IT. Do, do you still practice as an IT guru, or you've kind of given that responsibility to someone younger that you're developing in the process? No, no, no. Uh, what what happened is that in 2012, um, I sold my IT business. Uh, we sold it to, 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 to an American business. That's how we actually came about now having offices in, in California. I actually was there for the last uh, three weeks. I just came back on Tuesday. So, um, so, so I'm still serving the restriction of trade that is falling off this year. So I'm chance that I'd probably go back uh, beginning of the year next year. So I couldn't no longer trade. That's obviously for me, it required me to expand into other industries of business. It was the question of what else can I expand with? But obviously, I've always been fascinated by construction and buildings. And to say, how does this particular architect, how do they actually do this? And for me, that's obviously became the next uh, choice of business. And that, you know what, by God's grace, we managed to do well in it. I mean, today, we're not only into infrastructure, but we're into property. And we're now developing ourselves to be a fund um, that actually funds um, township development. Because you realize that growing from a township, ordinary people like me and you, um, you know, we see these developments taking place in the township, but really, how many of us are involved in them? Yeah. It's actually a few. Do yes. you know and I've realized that it's industry dictating to us, people of the township, what we need and how we need it, um, and what would work. And half of us, we are told to be grateful because this mall is going to create jobs for us. Mm-hmm. This whatever is going to create jobs. But who is it actually creating wealth for? Sometimes you find people that have never lived in the township. So that's why, obviously, for me, I said, no, it's a problem. As a country, we really need to apologize um, to the township. That's why, obviously, um, for me to say, you know what, we want to expand ourselves to be a fund that actually looks after, um, you know, township development as a whole and giving opportunity to ordinary people. Why can't the mamas be owning them all? Why can't the ordinary people be the ones that are owning that petrol station or doing the same bed, you know, sense? So it's a problem, and because we do not have collateral, and two, we do not have, um, you know, that uncumbered fund, it makes it difficult for them to participate in the mainstream, um, you know, economy or economic activities in the township. Regulatory stuff as well makes some of these things difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, there's something you said about mentorship that I find quite interesting. I know that Obras uh, is a man who holds a special place in your heart. Oh, very much so. And, very much and, so. And what, what, what I find interesting is when you say the lessons you will learn from a mentor are invaluable. Why learn from your own mistakes when you can learn from someone who has already walked the road, the hard road? No, no, no. It's it, it's definitely true. I mean, it's it, it's very true. And um, that man has has really changed my life. And I think as well, it's in the thinking of the mentor. I think for me that 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 is uh, more especially valuable and priceless. Because um, for me, there's there's a couple of things that that he asked me that changed my life. The key one for me is that he asked me to say, "What is it that you want?" And he says to I said to him, "I want to be a millionaire by the age of 35." But let me try you. I didn't know a millionaire doing what. And he looked at me strange, and he said to me, why, can, why do you want to be a millionaire then, when you could be a millionaire now? And at the time, I was a mere 21, 22-year-old, coming from the township. We do not talk like that. So for me, it was a strange language to start with. So, and I mean, look at it. It's actually only this year, 31st of December, that I'm turning 35. 
I've not been very far. So technically, I've been living over the last 10 years of my life as a millionaire, you know, because I got to make that at 23 years of age. So it's something that you understand that from a mentality point of view, and he triggered something in me that I never knew existed. So, and for me, it really gave me a different perspective to life. And he says to me, I will teach you how to become a millionaire, but firstly, um, I will have to, you'll have to serve me, and I will have to teach you, my God, and listen to me. Now, I go to church. I grew up in a Roman Catholic. I was an altar server at church. He says, no, no, no. You know, there's a difference there. You know, that's why I got to understand the importance of spirituality, especially in this life. Because you go out there, Bramilos, yeah. uh, people are not sleeping. Do you know that? Oh, yes. um, you know, you know and, and I've understood one thing, that money is a spirit, you know. And it's a spirit that, that you know, money follows what you, you echo. I was raised by a grandfather who believed in Gruena Lenglerata, or rather a house that has a lot of noise, shouting, fights, and everything else. Money doesn't stay, it always goes out. So, you know, you see some of these small lessons that you learn, and these are some of the things we do not understand. To say it's important how you influence the energy around you, so that when you go out there chases money, you're able to attract the very same thing that you're chasing. Yeah. And these are the things we never taught at school. So it, it, it changed perspective for me to understand these things from a spiritual point of view first, before you go out there in the physical. Because yeah. okay. there you're competing with, with people that are doing rituals, you're competing with people that are doing any other thing. That might even conflict who you are. Yeah. You, you, you've got to find yourself. Eh? You, it's important that you find yourself. Well, I'm glad uh, you were prevented from postponing making your first million. Um, no, no, no. I definitely am. It was really life-saving. And, and for me, it gave me an entire plan to say if ever I could be a millionaire by the age of 21, by 27, and get married from 30th going on and build wealth. Do you understand? And for me, it has really been um, that journey, um, you know, that, that is humbling. Unfortunately, I'm not married. But then I'm still on the wealth process, so I will get them. Maybe we'll get to have a family one day. I, I'm sure your Twitter account must be going crazy. People saying, uh, Debs, uh, if you get lost, you know, come <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, that one is humbling. I think for me, the humbling part is that I've always read and watched the trans babies. Yeah. You know what I'm and, and right now, having to have trans babies myself. Um, and it's simple thing that. Um, I mean, I mean, a child could actually, like I'll make an example, my child is a taxpayer, has got a tax number, you know, um, and these are the things that uh, for me I've never imagined that they're possible. And I think it's a discussion we need to have some other time, but I mean, those asset protection, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we tend wow. to think that asset protection it's something for people with wealth and whatsoever. And simple thing, me and you right now, you you are waking. Do you know the minute something happens to you, your wife will even withdraw 10 rents? Yes. Do you understand? So right now, how do we get ordinary people to own nothing but control everything? Do you understand? So and in terms of, you know, from an asset protection point of view, but doing so legally, you know, these are the things that we do not understand. And the problem is that we, as we are obsessed with ownership, you want to have everything in your name, you want to do this and this and that. That's why the, you, the minute you get indebted or you get insolvent or anything happens to you, the very same thing you're trying to build starts crumpling down. Yes, it's Monday, man. It's a holiday. <laughs>
why you say such sobering things so early in the morning? No, no, no. It's true. These, these are the real conversations that, that that we have, and people are shy from having these conversations. Yes, yes. And and right now, and right now, you find that you find this the thing. Uh, my father was working hard, was a wealthy rich man, you know. But right now, there's a problem of deceased estates. To dissolve that estate, somebody needs to come in. And right now, 20%, you know, to 30% of your estate, it's going to somebody else. That's so, going to dissolve that. You could imagine, let's say, hypothetically speaking, you have 10 million. Right. 10% of that, it means it's a million. It's, it's actually 2 million that is going to someone. Yeah. So if you worth a million, do you understand? So it means, you know, 100,000 or 200,000 of that is going to someone. Do you understand that that much that much money could make a huge difference for your kids right now? Yes, that is rough, man. Yes, that yeah, is. So that's why right now, how 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 do we put together living structures so that anything happens to you, the family continues to live? There's an stop insuring yourself. There's an let's get assets to insure you. How do we get your assets, investment assets around you? Just and be the one that finances your lifestyle. People are seeing you now changing your car. Or this and this. Listen to what you must. Don't look at him driving this car. He's he's probably into so much debt. But if ever you probably have an asset or you've got a, a property or you've got a unit that's paying for that car, it's not coming from your pocket. But Debza, obviously, <laughs> you, are, you, you know, I, I need my aspirin, but uh, it's okay. I'll come to you for, for some assortment. In, no, it's okay. I'm here, promise. You, you are in the construction business, and of course, as you were saying earlier on, that uh, you are trying, um, among other things, you are developing uh, townships and you're helping people within townships to get into business with you and, and grow those that particularly who are, in, who are looking at construction, property investment, and all of that. And mm. I, 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 I see there a little bit, it tells me that uh, in two days' time, you have a fantastic uh, summit where you will be teaching people who are interested in this business space. No, 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 definitely. That, 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 that's, that's what we're doing. The focus um, is actually on four things. One, um, it's construction. Two, it's property. Um, three, it's franchising. Um, you know, and four, it's financial services. So these are the four key uh, strategic industries that I've realized that within the township are the most key ones. And banks are making money in the townships uh, or loan sharks or whatsoever. Then from the from a franchise point of view, how many ordinary people could start franchises, do you understand, or even buy one? For, to start with, for you to even entertain that conversation, you need to have an uncumbered fund. It means money you do not touch in your account. And some of these franchises are very expensive. And from the property point of view, we see banks, we see malls, we see all of these things like, taking place in the township. Who are they renting those properties from? Who are they leasing from? Or who are they even buying those, those land for? Do you understand? So, and these are the things that I've realized that, you know, the people are struggling with. And these are the key industries that are driving economic development in the township. And we do not have these conversations. That's why, obviously, being in the industry, um, there's a lot of industry champions that, that I know and organizations that we've invited to say, let's tell ordinary people. I know that right now the target it might be 500 people, but we're targeting one, 10 people. 
you understand? So, and obviously with that, I've gone to an extent of launching an, a development program where I'm going to be taking up students. We're welcoming them actually in the next two days, 32 students. We're taking them over 12 weeks program where we're getting into things of how they could really transform their life or participate in this mainstream um, economic activity that is taking place in the township. Because these are the things that people are not talking about. These are the people, that, these are the things that people are not aware of. Do you understand? But yet, when we're sitting sometimes with your friends or alone, you see when these things, they bother you, but who do you ask? Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Also, I mean, I mean looking at the, the, the lineup of, of the summit, these are some of the um, business opportunities that probably people have had about them in passing and have never really looked at them deeply. And for many, probably it's going to be for the first time. No, 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 definitely. Um, that's why we, 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 we're bringing all that to say something that I've decided I want to do it annually and I want to do it across the country um, so that we really try to um, to really influence and making a difference. So that's why obviously we're having it on the 19th uh, at Bejewood Hotel. Um, it's actually um, a three days, um, you know, um, ideas festival on the day one. That's why we're discussing all of those things. Then day two, um, you know, and day three, it's more like a pitching booth. So people are going to be pitching their businesses and their ideas. We give away two, uh, two million worth of prizes, um, across different industries and different businesses. People that want to do exciting ideas and uh, we're giving that out, um, as grant money, you know, so that they do not have to pay it back to kickstart some of their business or some of these ideas that they come up with. I still love your idea about using other people's money to finance your home. I mean, the story you told about your payslip is a fascinating story. And, and, and looking at how um, little the amount of money people need to have to be able to start owning property, that, I think, uh, is something that you need to, to, to do on, on a larger scale because, I mean, obviously housing is, a, is still a big problem in the country. It's a huge problem. It's a, it's a, it's a very huge problem. And, and right now, obviously, people think that it, you need a lot of money um, to, to actually um, be, be earning property. And the simple thing, this weekend was a long weekend. How much did people spend? Do you understand? And whereas with a near 2,005, with a near 30,000, you know, it could actually be the minimum of, of you getting into property. And most importantly as well, people do not know that even um, this year in, with, the, with the, um, uh, the president in, in parliament spoke about a second fund that is coming. Do you understand? And that is a grant fund right. that helps first-time buyers to actually buy into property. So people are not aware that government can give you up to 122,000 free money, you know, um, under the FLIS program for you to be able to assist you or to form part of your, you know, your payment in terms of buying a house. You could imagine buying a house for 450 or for 400 and government gives you 122,000 free money. That's a huge difference um, on your bond. I mean, that's like five years worth of payment um, that you're getting um, ahead upfront. So these are the things that people are not aware of, and people we could we should really need to own property, because even a simple thing when you want to get into franchise, you could use that very same property to leverage. 
you know, when they said to you, we need a two million unencumbered fund, you want to buy this particular franchise. If you've got a property or two, they're able to evaluate those properties. You might not have that two million from a cash point of view, but you have that two million from an asset point of view because property doesn't depreciate and appreciate. Yeah. Mm. So these are the things that people are not aware of. Yeah. Leveraging. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 I promise you, yes. So, how do people book for the summit? Okay, um, people go and go to tcpsummit.co.za, tcpsummit.co.za. They're able to register there for the summit, and hey, then they're able to 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 come and attend. Obviously, because being the day one of the ideas festival, we'll be able to break out what's going to be happening in the next two days. Then on the twenty-one, obviously, it's the gala dinner. Um, where we we definitely gonna be honoring and giving away um you know um, that two million to different entrepreneurs. I think uh, with uh, in July or August, um, I'll personally send you an invite uh, where I'm having a legends dinner. Uh, at the legends dinner, I'm honoring the likes of Ndadeni, Richard Mabonya, Mike Inguna, and many other legends that have opened up uh, the pathway for us to actually get into this. Um, entrepreneurship space. That's appreciated while they stay alive. So say we see you and we're following in your footsteps. So that one I'll personally send you in. That one it needs people like me and you on that particular dinner. I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to uh, just uh, do a walkabout of the properties that uh, the TM Group has put up. I saw some beautiful homes, people, you know, yeah. watching their homes take shape. Which no, was, definitely. Uh, so breathtaking to watch. Yes, no, no, no. It's definitely. I mean, right. We started in homes. So right now, it's buildings. Do you understand? So it's it's actually amazing. The next phase of our life. Now we want to do estates. And uh, you could you could you could imagine now having an estate with a street on your name or Midlos Avenue or Midlos Crescent. And these are the things that are for me. I've always dreamed about because growing up, I wanted to build my mother a house. But little did I know that today I'll be giving many other people homes. So it's really humbling that, uh, you know what, and it's something that, you know, people could start doing on a part-time basis. You could start small while you're working there or you're working in your own job. These are the things that really, that, that humbles me uh, with this journey, that uh, property really is the key thing. That's why you see that some of the wealthiest people in the world, they actually invested in property. True that, true that. Yeah. Terms, I wish we had more time, but we have uh, the summit, the Construction and Property Summit, uh, Batchwood Executive Hotel, starting on the 19th. It runs for three days. So uh, to book, it's a tcpsummit.co.za and go and learn. There's an opportunity to learn, to network, and uh, to get that idea finally taking shape. Pratabza? We will talk. Thank you for joining no. us and thank you for doing what you're doing. We need no, 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 we need people like you who are paying no, 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 in our own areas. <laughs> yes, no, definitely. No, thanks a lot, Mindus, for I mean for, 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 for the opportunity um, and, and, and for the time most important is the lovely chat, you know. Looking forward to being in studio next time and we get to, to unpack some of the things more, you know. Awesome belief. That's yes, no, we'll, defi- we'll definitely do that. Can you, can you, it's, can it's you a promise it I somewhere give you. There. No, 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 definitely. It's a promise I give you. We'll definitely share it. Fantastic. But, Debs, have a fabulous day. And, uh, yeah, keep on keeping on. No. Power to your hands. No, 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 no. Much appreciated, my brother. You have a good one. It's awesome. Good luck with the rest of the show
That's uh, the chairman of uh, the TM Group, Brad Debocho. Um, Fordy there. So once again, tcpsummit.co.za, you will meet him and many others in the business. They can teach you a thing or two and you can be on your way to really owning that business, that property, and also being a developer if that's what you're dreaming about. My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields.